0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport.
1: Powered by fans.
2: Hello everyone, it's your favourite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18+. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds.
0: Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is
2: brought to you by BetVictor. Don't like your odds? Enjoy daily bet boosts on your favourite sports and make your best bet now at betvictor.com. 18 plus, be gambleaware.org.
0: NFL Sunday ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live, because you shouldn't have to change teams, even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off.
2: Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends
1: 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. We're gonna build a train so big, it can't be stopped. From the executive producers of Power. We got enemies eyeing us, cops clocking us. Comes the new season of Power Book 4, Force. Tommy Egan is the linchpin to breaking down all of these gangs. Egan's too dangerous to be left alive. Power Book 4, Force. Game over. Premieres Friday, September 1st, only on Stars and the Stars app. back for Arfield, what a bully. Scott Arfield, he's been threatening
2: that recently, and all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end,
1: oh what a goal, what a goal from Robbie Blake, Burnley's first goal in the Premier League
0: is something very, very special, Wade Elliott has that change of pace and he's got away from Montgomery into
1: the path of McCann!
2: Time for a winner, baby. John Francis! They came to York in
1: their thousands. They're going home at champions. I mean, if there's any justice in the world, Burnley would surely score from this
0: corner. Swung right in there. Ball in there. Goal! Michael, get, on! get
1: on! Oh, that's get justice! That is justice! At the Amex Burnley are level and deserve to be.
2: Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the latest episode of the Turfcast podcast pregame show with me, Joe Redmond, ahead of this weekend's game against Coventry City at Turf Saturday, three o'clock. Well, we're back. It's been a while since I've done one of these, hasn't it? I think it's exactly a month today. What date are we on? No, the twelfth month and one day. Um, apologies. I think the last time I did one was a QPR pregame show, but it is what it is. Uh, those of you that listen to the show, watch a lot, know that you know I have a little boy, self-employed. Sometimes I just get a little bit too busy. Um, and one thing I had to give, and I can't stop being a dad for a month, can I? So um, the podcast I had to give for a little bit. But I, I'm sure I'm sure you all understand. And thank you for all the messages. There's been a lot of people messaging, sort of like saying, what's going on when you're doing it? I didn't realise people cared that much, but um, thank you. Um, but what a, what a Christmas it's been as well. It's been a shame that I've not been doing these podcasts, hasn't it? Because we have been on absolute fire since the end of the World Cup, haven't we? Of course, before the World Cup with Dick Blackburn 3-0... Um, Then after the World Cup, we did QPR 3-0. Then we beat Middlesbrough 3-1. Got beat against Manchester United in the Cup, but give a very good account of ourselves. Beat Birmingham City 3-0. Beat Stoke 1-0. Beat Swansea 2-1. And then, of course, we've just beaten Bournemouth in the third round of the FA Cup. We have been in absolute sensational form. Um, And it's one of them, isn't it? Like when you're in great form, you just always feel like it's going to carry on, but it, it, it doesn't work like that, does it? Eventually, it will always it will always come to an end, and of course, we had the bad news today that Taylor Herwood-Bellis uh, will be spending a few months out on the sidelines, uh, and that does worry me ahead of this weekend's game, because of course, they've got a very, very good striker uh, in the big Swede, Victor Jairokis. I'm going to be asking Miles in a minute if I'm pronouncing that right, because I don't think I am. I don't think I am. Um, but he's, of course, been in good form this season. There's been rumours that Burnley are interested, in, uh, interested in him, but probably in the same sort of level that I'm interested in, Mila Kunis. Um, it's just not not that I don't think we can't afford him or anything like that. I just think with teams like Everton and Premier League clubs are sniffing around, we, we're never going to stand the chance, are we? Um, but um, yeah, he's, he's, he's a very, very good striker. There's there's a reason why some Premier League clubs are interested in him. And we didn't need THB to be out uh, for this game. Um, it's going to be um, interesting to see what we do. I would personally go with Charlie Taylor. I know a few people have go with McNally. Um, but and McNally looked good against Bournemouth, but he looked a little bit shaky on the ball. I think defensively he is good enough, but we play in a style now where you have to be defensively good and good on the ball. Um, like THB and Bayer both or I'm not sure McNally's quite there yet on the ball. Um, Charlie Taylor's not, to be fair. So there is that side of the argument. I just feel that Charlie Taylor is better on the ball than McNally, but McNally's is probably better defensively. Anyway, um, but we'll get into all that. Um, I'm sure I'm going to bring in Miles. Now uh, you'll recognise him. He's been on the show before when we had a chat about Ian Matson signing, of course, on loan from Chelsea that he played for Coventry last season. How you doing, Miles? You all right? Yeah. Good evening. Thanks for having us on again. No, thank you. You were a very, very good chatter last time. So, as soon as Glenn from, because uh, obviously you're, you're from Sky Blues fan TV, I should get that in there very quickly. If you want to check them out, do check them out. As soon as Glenn said, I'll, I'll ask Miles if he's free, I'm like, oh, buzzing a lot, Miles. I, can, uh, I, I hope Miles is free. But it's good to see you again, mate. You have a good Christmas and New Year and all that.
0: Yeah, thank you, as well yeah it wasn't too bad at all mate i got what i don't know if you've got it up there but everyone down here has been getting this um tickly cough and nose yeah. running and down here it's been a bit of a night to be honest so i think it's been going around everywhere but yeah got through it and uh new year's out the way now and um yeah hopefully the future's looking bright after this week's news so yeah really good
2: yeah, of course. Uh, what is it? a Takeover? You've been involved in this week, then up in sort of say down in Coventry. <laughs> is it a takeover? I, I've seen some bits <laughs> from from Sky Blues fan TV on there. Obviously, not paying that much attention to it. Just give us the the, the lowdown on, on what's going on then with Coventry City and the takeover.
0: Yeah, so um, we've got this uh, businessman that's come in called Doug King. Um, he has uh, finally took over um eighty five percent share of the club, and um, so he's now uh, he's um said to himself today and it's been announced that he's going to be the director and chairman. Um so he's having a double role. Uh he's got a few quid in the bank and um, he runs a, a local business uh, near Stratford upon Avon that make uh rapeseed oil uh but also he's got investments around in this country and the world um and we're we're just pleased that uh it's it's finally come around because it's just been a roller coaster ride since the last time we've spoken. We've been evicted. We played at uh, Burton Albion. <laughs> yeah. We had, had no club shop. We had no online shop. Um, we had no pitch. It's just been a fiasco. But uh, hopefully, the um, yeah, the f- uh, future's looking bright. And um, we've we've took on a couple of lovely loan signings this week. Uh, a young lad from um, Arsenal and uh, a lad from Man City who's been in the Champions League this year for Man City. So uh, yeah, it's. it's um, Fingers crossed it's January because we are a little bit thin on the ground and uh, it's uh, season's taken its toll on such a small squad of 21 man squad. Well, 20 now because there's no Callum hair for nine months, so
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, obviously Callum hair got the um, was it a cruciate knee ligament that Callum had? I think it was, wasn't it? Um, big blow for you guys, obviously, a name that Burnley fans will know quite well. We chased him quite a long time in the summer, didn't get it over the line, obviously I stayed with you guys, but um, it's going to be a big miss for you, isn't it, for the rest of the season?
0: Absolutely huge. I mean, the, the, the guy was out at the beginning of the season with him, I think it was his uh, hamstring. Uh, he, he he was really missed, especially with the run of games that we had where we weren't playing at home, we were playing away and we couldn't get a momentum going. So, but as soon as he come back, we hit the ground running and he sort of uh, just got the team bouncing again but they've got a, a very capable um, young man of um, Casey Palmer that's coming from Bristol who was out of favour and AD and Mark Robbins are, are starting to get the best out of him he's probably 90% fit is, is nearly is nearly there uh, but he can create something as well so but uh, Callum O'Hare is going to be a massive miss for us um, going forwards but you know that we've, we, as I say, we've signed a couple of fantastic talent this this week, uh, which hopefully will bring a little bit more flair to the team as well.
2: Yeah, definitely it will be a big miss. But fingers crossed for you guys that after Saturday, of course, um these new lads can can start firing up the league table. But you're spot on though, like uh, your sort of like run of decent form coincided with Callum coming back in the team. And of course Burnley fans are watching that thinking, oh, you know, maybe we should have got it over the line. He's obviously very good um if he's getting them, you know, playing well. Cause I remember last time we spoke, like you said, a lot's gone on since then. Um, yeah, um it, all sorts. It's been a bit of a fiasco, hasn't it? Like you said, down at down at Coventry. But um yeah, um, I remember you saying sort of like before um, last time we spoke that you're in a bit of a false position because you'd played all these games away from home. You'd had a few games postponed as well. So you were bottom of the league, I think, just before we played you. Obviously, we won 1-0. But, you know, you gave a very good performance. Like, not creating too much, but quite gritty and defended quite well as well. But since then, you've kind of gone up and then back down again, haven't you? You've been on a really good run of form before the World Cup. And the World Cup's coming. You just can't seem yeah. to get going again. He seems like you're just stuttering a little bit at the minute. You think that's a fair assessment?
0: Yeah, definitely. We've um, yeah, it, it sort of stuttered since um, the World Cup break. We probably didn't want the World Cup break to come. It it come at the wrong time yeah. because we were literally go, going going forwards and going up, up the table. But then saying that we're only four points off the playoffs, uh, still uh, a game in hand. Well, we're now because Preston got. Through the FA. So, there's a game that's going to be postponed and move forward. Uh, well, move move late, um, but uh, you know we we've just got to try and try and get that form going now. And I think a lot of it as well has been to do with off the field during um, during the World Cup break when we came back literally the day after we came back from the World Cup break uh, from a holiday. Um, the, the boys come down. They, they got an eviction notice. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was where are we playing next? So that, that could have an effect on the team. And then Calamo O'Hare yeah, getting course. injured just sort of knocked us back a little bit. So we're having to try and we we, we were training with the thought of Callum O'Hare being in there. So you, you've got your system that you're playing with and you're training with. But because the games come thick and fast uh, during the Christmas period, it was like, um, t- two games a week from from the after the World Cup, it was just constant, constant, constant. Yeah. So when Callum O'Hare got injured at Sheffield United, it, we couldn't get back on the training field to train in a different formation or to try and train without Callum O'Hare. So even Robbins alluded to that. He said it's really difficult now because we can't get time on the training pitch to to get our heads around playing without Callum. So hopefully, um, you know that. We rested a couple of players for Wrexham. Um, fair play to Wrexham. They came and turned us over, but um, it, it was one of those. And um, we've had a week off and uh, hopefully they've been able to sort something out ready for this Saturday coming up to Burnley.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like you mentioned there, though, it, it is is—it is very tight, isn't it? Top two aside, let's be honest. Apart from that, it's, it's all very tight, isn't it, down there? You, I, I was shocked to see you as far down as 14th after the great form that you are in. But then yeah. when I looked at it, you are still like you say five points off the playoffs. I think it is seven points off Blackburn in third. So a few wins, you know, and you're right back in it. I, I guess I guess you're. Well, I, I know you are quite positive personally. Last time I spoke to you, <laughs> you were talking about potentially hitting the playoffs. I guess that's still your aim then, playoffs.
0: Um, I, I would I would hope so. If I, I mean fingers crossed, I'm always positive, and and that's what I always think anyway. But. Uh, we're so far behind every other team or every team in the championship. You know, we've, we've got a 21 man squad. Everyone else has got Mm. a 31 man squad. So everyone's got 10 more players than us. Our bench is very weak. We haven't got a lot on the bench. Um, and it showed last weekend, the depth of the squad is just not, it's not there. It's just, it's just daft. So when you do get an injury, it sort of does upset it. But if we do hit the playoffs, it's an outside chance and, um, you know, it, it's it's one of those where the are the heaven, you know, are the angels or whatever looking down on us, and, and they're just going to slot us back into that top six, you know, the final sixth position, um, and and we've just got to wait and see. And we, we this January is vitally important to us. We've signed two yeah. players already. Uh, I'm hoping on three more that will that will bolster the squad. There's a few players going out the door as well. I think Todd Kane's um, had a medical yesterday at Charlton. Um, so that looks like he's on his way. Um, and then Tyler Walker, he's on the transfer list. You can have him if you want. You can have him for free. We'll, we'll give you <laughs> him. Um, and uh, Martin Waggon, you can have him for free as well. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think after last week, Robbins is going to be absolutely ruthless in this January window. And do you know what's amazing for me is that Robbins has got an, a backer now that's coming. And he's gonna. He's been able to go and get two players this week that probably last season we wouldn't have been able to go and get. We wouldn't have been able to afford the yeah. wages. We wouldn't have been able to afford to bring anyone in. We bought one person in last January, and that was Bidwell. Uh, and in August, we only bought one player in and, and two loans. So um, it's going to be. It's going to be nice to see what Robbins does with this money now, because. Um, I think it could be massive January for Coventry City, and and this could maybe squeeze us into that top six, hopefully. Fingers crossed, anyway. Yeah, Um, I I think
2: anyone all the way down from 15th, which is Swansea. I'm surprised Swansea are 15th as well. I remember when they came to the turf, they're in good form as well, but they're all the way down in 15th. I think anyone down from Swansea in 15th can have realistic ambitions of potentially sneaking in if they hit form and if they have a good January transfer window. And anybody from 16th down, which is Hull, needs to be looking over the shoulder, um, if I'm honest. But you mentioned there January. It's always difficult in January, though, isn't it? January is a difficult month. Prices are inflated. Players don't necessarily want to move as much as they do in the summer. Do you think maybe next season will be the season when this new board can start to put their stamp on the team and then maybe get you into the Premier League?
0: Maybe, yeah. I think what I think the, the best thing about this is that um, we are going to be looking at this transfer window. We can have one more loan. So we'll probably look at loan. And then we'll probably look at bringing in probably two transfers uh, or a couple of players that are coming to the end of their contract. So you're going to get them quite reasonable. And Robbins and the backroom staff, they're not daft. They're not going to go out and spend millions on players. I think if someone comes in and buys Vic for for silly money, then obviously the new owner will will allow that money to be reinvest. But um, yeah. I, I know I know where you're coming from. You know, is it going to be next season? But I think we're all looking at it like, as i just said, you know, three loan, uh, two, one more loan, and a couple of players who are just coming out of contract. But so you say it's a difficult month. Every transfer window is a difficult month for Coventry for the last 21 years. So, mm. you know, this is the first time we've had a bit of hope where an, an owner is going to invest money. You see, Cisu before, they're a hedge fund, and all they wanted to do was please the shareholders. So they wanted to um, make money to give back to the shareholders. This new owner is there to invest in the club. He wants to invest in Coventry City, wants to invest in the fans. And he wants to move Coventry forward. And that's, we haven't had that for years. For over 21 years, we haven't had that. And it's just a breath of fresh air for us to think, you know, possibility. There could be three, four, maybe five signings coming this month. Yeah, you
2: mentioned uh, Vic there. That's that's a good way of pronouncing it because uh, I, I think I, I think I butchered his last name. How do you, how do you say that last name? Oh
0: okay, Yeah, so we call him Jocarez. Okay,
2: what, yeah, what did I say? Jai Karez,
0: yeah, but if you play FIFA, um, they say gokuez
2: yeah, <laughs> just stick with Vic from now on, mate. Uh, yeah, we call him
0: Jocherez, the big let's swede, just stick with Vic,
2: yeah, um, big Vic. big Vic, big Vic, yeah, big Vic, yeah, um, man in form, done well, obviously got a 93rd minute winner against West Brom not that long ago, um, good in the air, um, yeah. I, 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 if we had our two center halves. Um, I'd be not 100 percent confident we keep him out, but a little bit more confident. But I think it's 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 poor for us to have our mainstay defender out now when coming up against one of the better strikers in the league. Um what are your thoughts um for him going up against a Burnley defence this week? Do you think he can get some joy? Did in fact, actually, before you answer that question, did did he play in the game at the Recall? Sorry, not the Recall, whatever it's called these days. CBS. That's it, yeah. the CBS. Yeah. Did he play in that yeah. one? Because he was very quiet in yeah. that one. But I don't I don't think yeah. you created much rather than criticising him more than anything.
0: Yeah, I don't think we created a lot that day. I think we were sort of I think we were a little bit scared for some reason. Like when we went to Norwich, we were scared. And and we shouldn't be, because we came up against Fulham and everyone last season and turned them over. So um I do you know what Mo- Monday morning? I w- I woke up. I was going into work Monday morning, and do you know what I said to my lad? I says, "I don't. I really don't want to go on there Saturday. I'm dreading it. You know, I was I was absolutely dreading it because we woke up, and you know, you're thinking that some of your players are out, and no one, not everyone, performed well on Saturday, and it was sort of a bit low. Um, and then Tuesday came, and with all the news that happened, and you know, the signing, and then the takeover. We all went. I'm looking forward to this now. I think it could be, um, it it could be a good game. And Big Vic, if he's on his game, he'll cause anyone trouble, and he will. Um, I, I will say, if if uh, I, I won't give all the tactics away, but I'll oh, go on. <laughs> on more we we like playing the ball um, over the top, down down the wings to him. He loves yeah. he loves picking it up out wide, cutting inside um and trying to run at defenders and trying to run into the box to try and get a shot away or the edge of the box tries to f- create a little bit of space to get a shot away um and if he if he does that um and he's really on form and he's on fire and he's hungry for it he he's he's a trouble for anyone i think a lot of managers that have played against him so far this season said he's the best striker in the championship um but i i I, I don't think he is. There's a lot, lot better talent out there. But he is—he's he, he's got to be one of the best strikers for us for for a long, long, long time. Um, yeah, you know, in the champ, a championship striker, I would say. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, he, he can be trouble for anyone. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be nice to see how he how he fits in with the two new wing backs that we've just got as well, because they they look a bit of talent.
2: Yeah, do you think the two new lads are going to be slotting straight into the side, or do you think it'll be bench for the first sixty minutes or something like that?
0: Um, if it, if it was me, if I was Mark Robbins, I'd chuck them straight in to freshen it all up. It needs freshening up. It's it's we've got no one wing back. We've got no wing backs. It's awful. You know, you had Ma, you had Matson, which is a fantastic sign. And I said to you last uh, yeah, he's done very Season, well. he's what done very a fantastic well. player he is. He, he's superb, isn't he? And yeah. um, we, we've we've lacked that. And um, uh, it, it's like um, Brook, who we've got in from Rotherham, he played against you this season already. I think he's played you twice, I think. Um, mm-hmm. he, we tried to get him in the summer. There you go. About transfers, we missed him in the summer because we couldn't afford the wages. <laughs> you know, that, that's yeah. the situation we're in. So I, I think he'll chuck them straight in and, and freshen it right up because... Um, it, it, you know, it's just uh, superb, to be honest with you. It's, it's, you know, I think he really will.
2: Yeah, fair enough. Um, obviously, a lot of people interested in Big Vic as well. A lot of Premier League clubs. Everton have been rumoured. I think Brentford have been mentioned as well. Um, what's the latest
0: on him going going to a Premier League club? Well, uh, we've been told no one's for sale. Um, and But I, I, again, no one's for sale unless a silly offer comes in. Yeah, and, everyone's um, got a price, are not they? Everyone's got a price. You know, if, if someone come knocking on your door and lights your car and said, oh, I'll offer you double what, you know, you, if you don't want to sell it, but I'll offer you double what it's worth, you're going to take it, aren't you? Yeah. Um, so I, I think um, if you're any businessman, if you're going to invest it, I'd be worried if it was still CeCe in charge because I think if they sold him, CeCe would sell him for peanuts. I think this mm. guy would sell him for a good profit and
2: reinvest the money. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Well, fingers crossed for us, it gets sold tomorrow, Um, but um, (laughs) I'm not expecting anything like that. I do think we are playing up against him. Um, Obviously, I always like to ask people what they think of Burnley, especially this season. Last season, I used to hate asking people, "Oh, what do you think of Burnley? These Premier League fans would be like, oh, well, you know, you're not doing that well at the minute. Uh, But of course, 14 points clear of third. Now, it looks pretty much guaranteed that we're going to go up. Five points clear of Sheffield United. I do think, I do think Sheffield United will come back into it, but ultimately I'm not asked whether we win the league or not. As long as we go up, I'm, I'm not bothered. Um, but it's looking like we're, we're going up. I, I doubt many people will predict Burnley to, to to not go up. Now, what are your thoughts on how, how we've done this season? Because a lot of people sit there go, oh, well, you brought loads of players in, of course you're going to do well. But on the flip side of that, we lost, I think we lost 12 players, you know, brought in 16. It could have easily gone the other way. I think we've done very well to be in the position that we're in. But what, what do you think? I think you're going to lose every game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough, that's fair right, enough, fair right. enough. <laughs> I need to tell Gled not Miles back on here again.
0: <laughs> now you, you you're going to win the league. Isn't, there's no question about it, is there? You, you're an absolute quality outfit, and uh, company's come in and is is created a style of football that's um, very similar to ours, and uh, it's working for you and. You know when you can invest like again we go on to investment if you can invest money like Burnley have done, you, you're gonna if if you're not up there there's something completely wrong isn't there? Um, mm. you've only got to look at Norwich. You know they're having a, an awful season. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys you're playing some lovely football. Um, and. I, as far as I'm concerned, I think you're you're going up. I think I said that early on in the season as well, didn't I? T? I think you'll you'll win the league. But I think, yeah. um, I think
2: you said top two. Yeah, I, th- I think you did yeah. say the goal. I can't remember exactly what was said. But yeah, yeah,
0: but um, yeah, you, you, you're different, different, different caliber altogether. You know, and that that's what squads all about. You've got depth. I think you said last time as well. You that's rotate. It. You rotate yeah. Matson game one game in, one game out, one game in, one game out. So you're resting players. We're playing the same players week in, week out, two games a week, whatever. We're playing the same players over and over and over again and it don't work. And yeah. um, and, and what you've done building the squad, it's worked.
2: Yeah, definitely. Full credit to Alan Pace, of course, he's invested well. invested the money that you know brought in from the sale of players, admittedly. Um, So he's invested the club's own money back into the club, but still. And company's done very well as well. Like you mentioned there, Norwich, they've got a good squad on paper, but they've been absolutely terrible this season. Watford, all right, not been as terrible as Norwich, but they've got some very good players. And some people would say, arguably, they've got a better squad than Burnley on paper, but they've just not been good enough. Um, It's all about the manager as well on that. But you mentioned earlier as well that, you look at your bench and you think, "Oh, there's not much quality on there." That is, that I think that's the difference between teams like teams that are going to win the league and teams that are battling for for the playoffs. When we look at our bench, we've got like Nathan Teller and you know Manuel Benson on there, for example, and Ashley Barnes. So that's the difference we can make. If if we're, for example, we were one 0 down against Rotherham earlier in the season, made three or four changes, ended up winning it two one, and you know done that a few times, Reading as well. Um, but uh, yeah, that 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 is the difference. Um, looking ahead to this game, then you said you were looking forward to it. Um, how were you expecting to play? You you mentioned there's two sort of like similar styles of play. Um, at the CBS, got it right that time. At the CBS, I I did feel you you lacked a bit of creativity, but you defended quite well. But I feel like that's not really a fair assessment of you. I think you can mm. if you play well, you can create some some decent chances. So yeah. how are you expecting it to go? Just, just two sets. I've got to plug in. I'm going to run out of battery. Two
0: seconds. <laughs> honestly,
2: honestly, it's, it's it's me that's not it's me that's not done a, a podcast man, for a while. Having mean, said that, I'm not plugged in, but I, I did charge viewers. <laughs> I, did, I did charge beforehand. I promise you, but I'm not plugged in. What either. am I like?
0: What Here am I he like? Is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're right. I forgot. I forgot to plug in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, style of play. Uh, do you know what? As I say, if if Vic's on his game. We'll, um, yeah. we're we'll we're, 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 be on fire we'll be up for it Hamer um we, we love keeping the ball on the ground we like playing it out wide we like to try and catch teams on the break we're, we'll probably um set up to um let, take on a bit of pressure um and um try and catch you on, on as I say on the break uh, I think you'll benefit if you're good at set pieces. I think you'll benefit from set pieces because we were absolutely awful last Saturday. I don't know if you've seen it, but we can see the two shocking.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: Really, really shocking. Um, So set pieces, I'm worried about. But you know what? I am am pleased about is that um, if you give us a free kick now, we've got Casey Palmer, who scored our first direct free kick in two years last weekend. So so, uh, yeah, but style of play. we, we don't really have a plan B. We have a plan A, and that is to keep the ball on the ground, pass it pass it between each other. Uh, we yeah. like to play out from the back, as you, as you know. Yeah. Um, and I think with the two new wing-backs, we'll probably push forward quite a lot because we're not being able to, um, this season, push forward as much as we did last season because uh, Bidwell's not really a left left wing-back. Um, Dabo's been injured, so um, he's not really been right since he'd come back from his groin strain. Uh, Eccles, who's... Who plays in the middle uh, and plays as right back, uh, right wing back? He's he got injured, so there's another injury. Jack Burrows, who filled in at Watford, who had a stunning game, he played at right back. He gets forward. He's got a bit of pace, but I, I believe that we'll probably, you know, um, take on a little bit of uh, pressure and we'll try and catch you on the break. That's how I think we'll tr- we'll we'll play on Saturday. Um, but if Robbins is really brave, we'll go for it from kickoff. Um, yeah. you know it, I think what we did at Watford is probably the game plan we've got to do against you this weekend and that was to um allow what we allowed Watford to come at us um try to take us on down the down out wide um and then we'd nick the ball and we'll we would break fast um and if we can do that um then I could see there'd be quite a lot of goals in the game between both teams.
2: I'm expecting goals, to be honest, because if if you do if you do push forward with your new wing backs, we will exploit that. But again, if you're going to try and sit back, you could exploit us as well, especially with an injury yeah. to Taylor Howard Bellis. Um, I have got goals in my prediction. I'm going three two to Burnley. Um, what what, what are you saying for prediction wise? What should we say,
0: Letty? Should we say the other way round? <laughs> <laughs> we'll say uh, we'll say three three two Sky Blues. We'll go the other Fair way. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> I don't know what the exact. Picking that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair
2: play, a letter. Fair play, a letter. I don't know what the exact stat is, but I. Someone puts it up on Twitter every week when, when, we, when we don't lose at home. So I'm, I'm obviously giving us the kiss of death here. But I think it's been about six years since we lost a championship game at home. And the last team to beat us were Preston North End, which is just typical for us, isn't it? And we've got them coming up soon. Um, but Miles, thank you. It's been a pleasure, as always. I think that's your third time here on Turfcast. Obviously, we chatted to you about Mattson yep. uh the earlier game of the season where you came on with two other lads, I think it was. Um, do you just want to let everyone know where they can find you and all your stuff, though?
0: Yeah, so um, we're Sky Blue Fans TV. You'll find us on uh, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram and Facebook. Um, and we, we do two or three streams a week. And uh, I, if anyone wants to come and talk to me Saturday, I'll be live streaming from outside uh, Turf Moor, uh, around by the away end and then um, inside the ground as, as well, just before kickoff. So, um, yeah, if, if, if you can't make the game, and you want to tune in? Go onto YouTube, go Skybury Fans TV. See us live streaming from Turf Moor on on Saturday. Definitely, definitely. Are you doing that before the game, after the game, or during, or all three? It's uh, before the game, so um, we do it. I do it every week now, every game, home and away. Uh, live stream from um, the, all, all the away stadiums, and then the home home games are streamed from Dylan's Brewery, which is near the ground. Um, and uh, we get all the home fans on and. We just have a little general chat about the game and about what's been happening. So uh, it's been really good, actually. We did we did Sheffield on Boxing Day and it, it was great outside. We've got some Sheffield fans chatting to us and things like that, you know, and the Sky Blue fans and then inside the ground and people tune in if they can't make it and, and watch it because it's something different for everybody.
2: Yeah, happy days. Well, enjoy your journey up, mate. The weather's not been great up here, but it's not been great absolutely anywhere, has it, at the minute, no. to be honest? So you probably no. know exactly what it is. I'm in, Donc- I'm in Doncaster on Tuesday, and if it was there, then it has been here. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it. Yeah, but it's, it's, been, it's been terrible. But well, thank you for coming on, mate. Enjoy your journey up. Good luck for the rest of the season, except after Saturday, of
0: course. <laughs> Thanks for having us on, and happy new year, everyone. See you all Saturday. <laughs> Cheers, mate.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.
2: At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport
1: Fan Network. Talk sport Powered by fans.